podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to another episode of the I3L podcast. My name remains Kayode Oguta. Every single week, we bring to you world-class content in order to reduce your learning curve and maximize your effectiveness in leadership. This year has been a most challenging year for a lot of people. So recently, when I had the privilege by some of my younger colleagues inviting me to a nonprofit to come and, make, uh, to come and talk about Hindsight 2020, I thought about the fact that it could just be a good topic for the i3l podcast so today we're speaking about the hindsight 2020 what have we learned from 2020 now the covid19 turned whatever is normal that we know about normal upside down we cannot and nobody could say clearly that he has not been impacted or affected by the consequences of the global pandemic. I mean, our economy has been affected, public health has been affected, social life has been affected, business life has been affected, a lot of emotional life has been affected, environmental issues, political, even the sporting world was affected. So everything was affected. There was no area in 2020 that was not impacted or affected by the global pandemic. So. Whenever you think about it, you know, some, some people said it was the year in which we washed our hands and without eating, you understand? Every single time we're just washing our hands, washing our hands, and time was going. But like they say, what, what lessons can we learn or have we learned from 2020? Because those that refuse to learn from history are bound to repeat the same mistakes. So what are the, what are the hindsights we could learn from 2020 that could become insight for our 2021. So when we learn from this, he will prove yourself, he will prove your life, your future, he will prove your organization, and even for those who are leaders in countries, it would also prove your countries. Now, this podcast is divided into two segments. I will talk about the first three hindsights that we've learned about 2020 this um, this, uh, this week, and next week, by the grace of God, we'll be talking about the next three um, hindsights that we've learned about what what's happened in 2020. 20. So if we look at it clearly, the hindsight becomes the transforming nature in which we can transform our lives and our organizations and probably even your own life. Now, one of the things that's come out about the pandemic is the fact that this world has been altered tremendously. And we cannot go back to yesterday. We cannot go back to how we used to do things. We've, we've, we've been altered. So I continue by saying this clearly. The first of the three things we're going to be looking at this week is what I call leadership matters. Leadership matters. You know, it was John Maxwell who said, everything rises and falls on leadership. The quality of leadership determines the quality of response. And and um, my friend, I understand, he used to say something. He used to say that in terms of, um, in terms of stability, you all need management. But in terms of um, uncertainty, you need leadership. But the kind of leadership that would be able to respond to an uncertain crisis or the uncertain environment like it happened during the pandemic would have been an exceptional leader. So, like it's probably always said that in terms of calmness, all ships on the sea are all alike. But in terms of storm, then you know the great ship and you know the good ship and you know the bad ship. 
So it's the same thing with leadership. Leadership really matters. And all organizations that had exceptional leaders really did well. Or countries that had exceptional leaders actually did work. And those that did not have exceptional leaders actually paid a price for the pandemic. I mean, you see the fact that the effectiveness of a country's leadership may determine the amount of death that took place in that country. And that was and that's and that's and that's pivotal because I mean we could say the pandemic um, was a cause of nature, was um, was was an act of God, but if you look at it critically, then you would understand that why have those who have effective leaders have very few rates of death and those that have very poor leadership have exceptional or I mean, unquantifiable amount of people who died. So the kind of leadership really matters. And I will take this from like two female leaders, the um, New Zealand leader, Jacinda Alden and the Chancellor um, Angela Macken of uh, Germany, they were very effective leaders and they provided exceptional leadership during the pandemic. They provided exceptional leadership during the pandemic. What did they do? Well, they were able to take action. They were able to be decisive. They were able to make tough choices and decide among tough choices. They were able not to be paralyzed by the the overwhelming nature of the crisis and they were able to do certain things that really helped their countries. So if you look at it, what did they do well? And I call it what they did well, what all exceptional leaders always do well in times of crisis, you understand? They, do, they did the three E's. I call them the three E's. That they were anticipatory. They were anticipatory. They understood that if they didn't take action, that this thing would overwhelm the health system, they could over, the unnecessary deaths could take place, and many people would lose their lives, and businesses would lose their lives. And it was also important to understand that they also looked at what's the best thing for the future, what's the best thing long term, and what's the, what's the most proficient thing short term, you understand? And they took action. And it was important that because they took action, their countries did exceptionally well. So they were anticipatory. They were not, they were generally, maybe you could even call them brief advanced people, but they locked down their countries earlier. They made certain critical decisions that really helped their country. So exceptional leaders have to take actions when crisis calls and crisis becomes upon them. They have to take certain actions, tough actions here, they have got to take tough actions. It's also important to also realize that the populist leaders did not or could not take those kind of actions because they were populist. They could not, they could not, they could not overcome certain barriers in their lives to be able to be anticipatory and say, okay, you know what? This is where this thing is going to. And how could we respond? They were not anticipatory. Now, the second thing that I think they did well was that after they were also adaptive. I mean, adaptive, you know, um, when you look at adaptive leadership, what are the things that we need? How do we need to respond? How do we need to change our the normal way we're doing things, the structures, the processes that we're having, so that we will be able to be in a better position to respond adequately to the challenges of the pandemic? Now, these leaders actually did that. And the thought in I believe that they also did was that they were accessible. So I call them the three A's. They were um, anticipatory, they were adaptive, and they were also accessible. Accessible in the sense that there were no barriers to get into them. They assess the, the the data. They assess what is real, what is real, and there were no there were no institutional roadblocks. There were no institutional roadblocks to to stop them from taking the kind of action that they were they, they needed to take. So they were communicating, 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 even to the point of over communicating. But they really did extremely well, and probably they were caring and they were compassionate, and they communicated. So if you look at it carefully. The exceptional leaders actually did ex exceptionally well, and it means 
exceptional leadership matters. That's why when we teach in uh, the I3O podcast, we teach in leadership development seminars and, and, and uh, whatever platforms we have, we always explain the fact that exceptional leaders matter, exceptional leadership matter. The, re- the reason why certain organizations can actually pay forward was because of the fact that they were led at a particular point in time by exceptional leaders. The second thing in which I would also highlight as really important is the fact that plans are useless, but planning is priceless. Yes, you heard me. Plans are useless, but planning is priceless. Now, it was Dwight Heisenhofer, the former president of the United States, who said that plans are useless, but planning is um, is very useful. I mean, that was one of those quotes he made. But for me, I would say plans are useless, but planning is priceless. Now, the best plans for 2020 did not really survive first one or three months of 2020. The story, and that's when you look at it carefully, that all organizations had to take it with their plans and so okay, look, this, this was not in our plans and, um, and a lot of things really, really happened. But if I look at the story of Shell and how they were able to become one of the one of the fringe players and become one of the top players in the world was during the Arab Israeli crisis of 1973. Well, something that Shell did, they, they had what they call the scenario planning. And in the scenario planning, they had different kinds of scenarios for different kinds of issues. And when the Arab Israeli crisis came about, they were able to pivot extremely well. And with that, Shell became one of the most valuable companies in the world at the time, after a long time they were. So it tells me that when you plan in different scenarios, it will allow you to be able to respond when circumstances are really, really changing. You have to understand that you cannot decide, you cannot, you cannot live a life, you cannot live an organization without looking at what are the constraints that could alter, what are the constraints that could come out in organizations and what are the variables that can really change? I mean, we cannot take for granted the variables that we have now, and we cannot take for granted, or we cannot assume that the constraints that we have will not be in existence. So it's near planning, you could look at different variables, look at different constraints. If this constraint comes, this variable comes, how would we how would we respond? And now those organizations that are able to do that successfully will be able to pivot and be able to win. So plans are actually useless, but what planning is priceless. So when you have the different scenarios, the different forces, the different variables that can change, with different, uh, the different um, constraints that can occur, and what ways can you overcome those constraints, and what ways can you maximize those variables, and what ways can you limit the, the effects of the forces that play, that drive those variables, what ways can you just limit them? If you look at them, then you will be able to, to excel in 2021. Because the constraints of 2021 will be different from the constraints of 2020, the variables will also be different. So if for you, for your life, for your organization, for your countries, what are the constraints that you have? What are the variables that you can play around with? And in those different scenarios, when the scenarios come around, you can now decide what's the best course of action. And you could look at it that even your plan could be that, look, your plans could even change every single day. So your plans is not just something I have one static document that you have and you keep on the, on the wall and the shelf and say, okay, look, these are the things, these are the ways we're going to live our lives in 2021. Your planning would have to be different because once the circumstances change, once the variables change, once the constraints changes, then you would have to respond adequately. So the countries that were able to have different scenarios and different plans and different um, different things work out, were able to do well. So if you look at the Hansa 2020 and for insight for 2021, Plans are useless, but what planning is priceless. Now, the fourth thing I found out from hindsight 2020 
is the fact that all success is fickle. All success is fickle. So we've looked at the fact that leadership matters. We look at the fact that plans are useless, but planning is priceless. And number three, all success is fickle. The, like now, the top countries, or I mean, look at the country like South Korea, did extremely well in the first wave of the coronavirus. Then it was the second wave. What happened? You let down your guards, and things come back. And then you, the, the, the gains you, you got in the first, um, the first era, you, you free territory and you begin to fight again for survival in the second one. Now, what this world and this pandemic has taught us is the fact that no matter the kind of success or successes that you had in 2020, or success is fickle, you cannot decide that, no, because I had a success in the last three months, then I can project that I'll have the next success for the next one year, no. All success is what is fickle, all success is fickle. Someone somewhere is working diligently to ensure that the advantages you have is minimized or erased. So you've got to keep working hard, you've got to keep making sure that you're better, you've got to be creative. Yes, that's the word. Because when when you look at this, all success is um, fickle, and um, there's Tommy Shaw said, all success is fickle, but creativity is um, is priceless. You know, so that's Tommy Shaw's, um, Tommy Shaw's word. But I'm saying that success is fickle, but greatness is beckoning to every single one of us. So when you look at it, crisis always come, opportunities always come, but at the same time, the way you respond to it will determine which way you would go. So 2021 will not necessarily be an extrapolation of what has happened in 2020, because no matter the kind of success or successes that you had, you would not be able to extrapolate it to 2021, except you keep getting better, except you could get creative, except you look at all the, all, the, all the scenarios that are changing, and except you keep taking action, making sure that the best things are still available to you. Now, this is round of the first phase of what we're going to be talking about this week. Well, hopefully by, the, uh, by next week, we'll be talking about the next three lessons that insight for 2020 that will become insights for 2021. And once you do that, you will have uncommon success in all your endeavors. Now, if you've been blessed by this and you've, you've, you've enjoyed this podcast, please also ask that uh, give us a rating on whatever platforms you're, you're listening to. They can also share widely. And once you share widely, it always help us to get to a wider reach. So like same time next week, see you. God bless you.